Hey, good morning. It's Councillor Glenn Gower. Uh, this is take two of my video. I don't usually do a second live take, but earlier it was uh, a little too windy, so I've got a better microphone up on, on top of my camera here. It's also a little warmer, which is nice, a little sunnier, and more people playing at the park. So, same content, take number two. Uh, I am at William Bradley Park, which is on Porter Street, one of our newer parks in the community. So there's a great playground here and a basketball key and uh, some swings, including an accessible swing set. And then over this shoulder there, you'll see the uh, Stittsville United Church. So Porter Street is off of Stittsville Main Street, almost as far south as Fernbank Road. Uh, a really nice park if you're looking for some place to check out today. Uh, I'd like to start by wishing everyone uh, Ramadan Mubarak. Best wishes for Ramadan. We are in the holy month of Ramadan, so to our Muslim community here in Stittsville, greetings to you and your family. It's also the beginning of Sikh Heritage Month in April. There was a flag raising this morning at City Hall, so greetings to all of our Sikh community members here in Stittsville. I'm going to start with some local updates and then move on to uh, citywide updates. First thing, uh, I want you to be aware, the new automated speed enforcement, the radar camera uh, in front of Sacred Heart High School was activated yesterday. So that is a 40 kilometer an hour school zone. So please make sure you're sticking to the limit because that photo radar will, will be on and issuing tickets as of yesterday. Um, some quick thoughts about the uh, photo radar. So the locations for all of these were chosen based on a speed study done two years ago. And that stretch in front of Sacred Heart High School was found to be one of the lowest compliance areas in the city of Ottawa. So that's why it was chosen. Now, in my opinion, these speed, speed guns, speed radars should not be permanent. It should be a temporary thing and we should be using the revenue from these to fix the issues that are causing speeding in the first place. So right now the revenue from the tickets that are paid go to citywide road safety initiatives. So some of it is awareness campaigns, some of it is temporary traffic calming, but it goes ward wide. I'd like to see these uh, these revenues focus specifically on the areas where we're seeing speeding, maybe adding some raised intersections, maybe narrowing the roadway, things that we know will slow down traffic so that drivers can't speed in the first place and then we can move that photo radar to another area of the community where there's an issue and do the same thing there. It can be really expensive to make these road modifications. It costs a lot of money. Even a speed bump for example can cost $5,000 to $12,000. So this is a good way to generate that revenue but it should be going back into making the roads safer where these photo radar devices are installed. So. Uh, be aware of that and please slow down no matter what school zone you're in, whether it's uh, with a speed camera or not, please slow down in school zones and drive safely. Um, this week, I was super happy to be able to get out to a local school. I was at Goulburn Middle School, uh, my first school visit in more than a couple years. I visited some via Zoom, but this is the first one I've been able to visit in person to Ms. Sony's grade seven and grade eight class. They're doing a project on sustainability, climate change, environmental issues, and talking about small things we can do at a local level to make a difference, things that are, are we as individuals or as families or as communities can do. So really appreciate the opportunity to talk and learn from students 
with Ms. Sony's class at Goldberg Middle School. Uh, thank you to everyone who came out to our webinar on Tuesday night about affordable housing in the city. We had the city's director of housing services go through all the initiatives that the city has underway to, uh, to add more affordable housing, rentals and homes. We have a waiting list of 12,000 households, people who are waiting for affordable homes. So we've got a lot of work to do as a city federal government, provincial government, everyone working together and with partnerships, lots of community partnerships. So uh, there's an archive of that video on my Facebook page, on my YouTube page, or you can go to glengower.ca. Uh, we update glengower.ca, my website. It's updated almost every single day with uh, news and information. You can also find information there about our Transit Commission meeting from Wednesday, a number of updates about ridership, as, uh, as we continue through this pandemic, uh, fares, uh, initiatives with paratranspo, lots of updates from Transit Commission. Uh, it was nice on my way over earlier today, um, saw one of the new zero emission buses being tested out uh, over, uh, it was near Cardell Rec. Anyways, probably the Route 61 or 62 over there. So that was great to see. I haven't had a chance to ride one myself, but I've heard they're really quiet and uh, very different from the diesel buses that uh, city usually uses. Uh, this week, looking forward to a few things. On Wednesday is a transportation committee meeting. I'm not on transportation committee, um, but there's a few items on it that are relevant to Stittsville. Uh, there is a request to reduce the speed limits in Jackson Trails and Potter's Key on Kimpton and Stittsville Main Street to 40 kilometers an hour. Believe it or not, it's signed at 50 kilometers an hour now, so we're going to be reducing that with committee and council's approval, of course, to 40 kilometers an hour. And I also have a request to council to put in two new stop signs, one at the corner of Kimpton and Overland, and one at the corner of Lierd and Basswood. Uh, those are both two-way stops now, or I guess it's a one-way and a two-way. Anyhow, looking to make those all-way stops in the future. So that's on Wednesday. And then next Saturday, April the 9th, I hope you can join us. We're doing a free community skate at Cardell Rec. Uh, we'll be sharing registration details soon. And we have a special guest, Kalinda Joseph, the Paralympian who, run, who won a medal with the a Canadian wheelchair curling team. She will be there to meet with you, sign autographs. Uh, really looking forward to that. I'll be sharing some more information over the next day or two. Watch for registration and details there. Cleaning up the Capitol continues. Thanks to everyone who has already signed up to clean up a local park. I'm encouraging uh, families, neighbors, school classes, community groups, um, you can go online to ottawa.ca or go to my website. You can find information about Clean Up the Capitol and you can sign up to clean up a park between now and the end of May. We'd really appreciate your help with that to keep our community clean. Uh, nominations continue for our volunteer awards. We've already had some great nominations, but keep them coming. Nominations are open till the end of the month. So if you know someone in our community, uh, a youth, a senior, a business, a community organization, a teacher, or an individual who is making a difference in our community, uh, please consider nominating them so that we can congratulate our community's volunteers. Uh, if you see a pothole, please call 311. We have crews out daytime and overnight filling potholes in our community. Since January 1st, uh, city staff have filled more than 42,000 potholes 
citywide. It's kind of an incredible number. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention is about COVID. Yes, the indicators, uh, wastewater monitoring are, are going up and they're at a higher level than they have been for months. So that is a, a real concern. Reminder from Ottawa Public Health to please wear a mask when you are in indoor settings, especially when you cannot maintain two meters of physical distance. And another reminder, maybe even more important, is about vaccination. I think most people in our community have had a first and second dose, but there's still a lot of people who have not had that third dose. So if that's you and you've yet to have your third dose, uh, please go online to ottawapubliclhealth.ca and find out where you can go. There are a lot of drop-in options. You don't necessarily have to make an appointment. There are a lot of pharmacies that are offering the uh, the vaccine. Uh, there's a community clinic over at the Canada Rec Centre on Terry Fox. Uh, that's the one across from the Swiss Chalet and the, the Darcy McGee's there. And there's a lot of people who are now eligible for a fourth dose as well. So if you're eligible for a fourth dose and you haven't gotten it yet, please do. It's the best way that you can stay protected uh, and minimize your chance of a severe health outcome due to COVID. For those of you who have had your first, second, third, and sometimes fourth dose, uh, thank you very much for doing that. Uh, it's warming up quickly today. Version one of this video was about an hour ago and it was considerably colder and windier. Uh, the sun is out. I hope you get a chance to uh, explore the community, uh, check out some of our local parks or natural areas or walk down Main Street, support a local business. Hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next Saturday. Take care. Bye-bye.